on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Softball. Brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Prime Auto Service, 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue. Now to the broadcast booth, here's your announcer, Mike Boyer. And good afternoon, softball fans here at Exeter Junior High School for our girls game against Wilson. Uh, captains are out right now with the coaches and the umpires at home plate, and we're about to get started here in this big Burks 1 softball matchup. Exeter comes in today 8-1 in Burks 1, 12-4 in the season, ranked fourth right now in District 3-5A. They're the number one seed right now heading into the Berks County playoffs starting next Tuesday. So playoffs will be semi uh, quarterfinals on Tuesday, semis on Thursday, and the finals on Saturday out in Lyons uh, right there between Fleetwood and Kutztown. I am joined by my partner and our producer extraordinaire, Jerry Gelliff. Jerry, how are you? I'm very well, Mike, but you know what? They caught us unaware here. They caught us with our pants down. They told us 4.15, and it looks like we're getting ready here. Well, I see the head of the grounds crew, Dean Moan, out here in the back of the infield with our athletic director, Tom Legath. You are right. They're going over grounds rules right now at home plate with the head coaches and the, the uh, captains. But the uh, two guys standing behind third base make me wonder if there's an issue with the field or something like that. Uh, obviously, we had a ton of rain last night in the overnight through this morning. Yeah. Field looks great as far as I'm concerned, but I don't have to play on it. But again, as I said, Dean Moan and Tom Legath are out there right now in a deep short in the hole there in, in shallow left field, just going over some things and talk about a few things as well. But uh, as we talked about, Jerry, today's game, uh, Exeter 12-4 and in the season, 8-1 and in Burks 1. Wilson comes in 7-7 seven and seven, uh, overall and 5-4. and four. Now, the Eagles defeated the Bulldogs 16-1 to one last month. And so, uh, obviously, the Eagles looking to repeat that as they uh, will uh, jump out here as the home team taking the field here shortly. Um, but again, you know, Wilson has a very good lineup, uh, and they're now fighting for that 6A district qualifying. Uh, they're 12th right now in District 3. I don't believe they're going to make Berks County playoffs, but they have a shot to make district playoffs. Issue is, they're on the bubble right now as a 12th team, and 12 teams make it. So, uh, you know, the thing that, that I kept thinking about for today's game is that uh, so we beat them in football, and here's the national. My only thought, Jerry, is maybe because Channel 69 News is show, they have to start early just so they can get it in. I don't know. It's an interesting thought, Mike. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. They don't seem to uh, – nobody seems to cater to this end of the media. 
Uh, no, but again, uh, so you were saying about, you know, the matchups we've had this season, you right. know, across the board, all the sports guys, girls, everything else. Yeah. We beat them in football, which if you remember was an unbelievable game we covered, beat them in basketball, which we covered. Correct. Uh, beat them the other day in baseball, wrestling, wrestling too. We, we, we lost to them, uh, by, they went on to win the county championship. We lost to them by a point. By a point. And, uh, you know, so, but yeah, to your point, I, th- I think we've done very well um, as far as the countywide goes and, and, and the various sports. And again, uh, our girls sit right now on top of all of Berks County softball uh, with that 12 and four record, eight and one, and uh, a real chance here to to really get themselves ready for postseason. Which again, they should be the one seeds next week, uh, getting one of the teams from the lower divisions um, as they start playoffs next week. That's a beautiful thing. And uh, to just to wrap up that previous thoughts what a former school board member used to call Wilson, the evil empire. Yeah, well, you know what? Here's the thing. You know why the evil empire is evil? Because they win all the time. Uh, <laughs> and true. if you want them to be less evil, you got to go out and beat them. It's true. And, and, and I'm a big believer in, in and you have mm-hmm. to do things right and well. And again, we've talked about the various things with, with what different schools do and how they uh, invest in their programs. And Wilson, as I've always said, is up, up there. Above all, everyone else in Berks County and, and even throughout District 3 in the state, uh, their administration, their facilities, their people support that program, all their programs, to the nth degree, and that's where the success comes from. Well, sure, and, and all of the schools that do that do have that success, right? I, I believe that is true, yes. And I believe when your athletes know that they're being well taken care of, provided for, and, and they know that they have an opportunity um, to have you know the best accommodations, the best support, the best resources, um, they put more time and effort into it. So we're about to get started here as we're meeting on the mound for the last time. Um, a little bit of a change in the defense today. Uh, just going around the horn here for the Eagles. Uh, senior Taylor Noble catch, Morgan Herb, on the mound for the Eagles. We've got Belonsky at third, Spiker at short, Almeida at second, um, Cheyenne Boyles at first. We've got Hill, Menser, and O'Brien in the outfield left or right. And there is the first pitch. They're underway. Leading off for the Bulldogs is their second baseman, um, uh, Tatum Worley. She's a freshman batting 5.22 on the season, coming in here with an outstanding batting average. She bats on the left side. She swings right through the second offering, and it's quickly 1-1 one one here to the leadoff hitter in the top of the first inning. Now, Worley a little bit different. She's not one of those slap hitters from the left side. She she took a full swing there. She's in the box, loads, and fires again. There's a pitch up in the zone, blown right by her. She swings through it. And now one and two, Morgan Herb ahead in the count here to Tatum Worley, the freshman from Wilson. Outfield relatively uh, normal depth. Balonski in at third. Boyles in at first. There's a foul ball backing out of play. Just past Tom Legath. And game manager, Lori Zeber, she'll track down that ball because Lord knows sometimes we get more than one foul ball. We've got to take a break. (laughs) But anyhow, (laughs) one, two here, nobody out, top of the first. Another ball fouled back and out of play. Nice job there by Worley staying alive. Not to jinx it or anything, Mike, but remember what I told you at the end of the game. One of the parents came up and told me that – Morgan's sitting on 92 strikeouts. Strikeouts, right? She needs eight today. Looking to get her first one right here. There's a shot to left center field. That ball's going to reach the gap off the wall. Mensker picks it up, fires it in a spiker out in shallow left field. She'll run it in, but not before a leadoff double for Tatum Worley. 
And the Bulldogs are already scoring threat here in the top of the first. As you said, full swing, no tapping it, full swing, and boy, did it pay off. Went right to the fence and uh, stand-up double. That'll bring up the junior right fielder, Anna Loper. Loper getting squares the bunt. She offers at it, pulls back. It's a ball. Again, they were just checking to see what the rotation would be there for the Eagles. Again, Loper steps in, bats on the left-handed side. Herb toes the rubber. Here comes the 1-0 offering. Get another ball up in the zone. 2-0. Looks like you're trying to bunt this run to third base. This run to third base. If you're extra here, uh, Jerry, you want to get the out. You know, Throw a strike. Let her bunt the ball. Get an out. Mike, you can see that Coach Kasner has the ladies very well trained. As they run the rotation play with Spiker covering from short at third base with Polanski charging. Uh, that time there... Uh, Loper bunt it through the ball, so two and one's the count here. But everybody on this field for Exeter, except the catcher, is shifting. Again, good job there. First and third are charging. Short is going to third to cover for the lead runner. Almeida covering it first to get the, the batter. 3-1 now. See if Coach Greg Craner puts on a take here. Nope, she bunts at it, fouls it off, takes the count to two and two. I'm sorry, three and two. Three and two, yeah. Three and two. It was three and one there. So I doubt they'll keep the bunt on here, but we'll see what happens. Again, Loper, the junior, playing right field today for the Bulldogs. There's Swing and Miss. She struck her out. There we go. So there's the first out here in the top of the first inning. That'll bring up the catcher and a very good athlete, Gia Borelli. Uh, Borelli plays basketball. Um, and other sports at Wilson. She's a very good athlete. Comes into today batting 366, the senior from the right-handed side. And she sees a strike for the first pitch. Mike, I can tell you that uh, last year, not, not this season, but last year in basketball, Gia Borelli lit up the Exeter team. I think she did the same thing again this year. Oh, she swings through a changeup there. She's down in the count, 0-2. Good pitch there by Morgan Herb. Getting way ahead here. Now she's going to make Borelli have to hit her pitch. One out here with the runner on second base. 0-2 count. Catcher steps in. Here comes the pitch. Strike three looking right at the knees. Nice pitch there by Morgan Herb for the second out. Her second strikeout. She now has two outs here in the top of the first inning. That'll bring up the cleanup here. The shortstop, Abigail Horace. The senior shortstop batting 553 on the season. Um, I got the stats from Coach Kramer today. A little confused about the batting average and the on-base percentage, but talk about that in a second. She swings through a strike. So, Jerry, her batting average is 553, but her on-base percentage is 551. I don't think it's possible that your on-base average can be lower than your batting average. It shouldn't be. Well, I don't see how it's possible. I don't, I don't see how it is, but it is. There's an off-speed pitch up in the zone. Swung right through it again is Horace. Somebody didn't carry a one? I I, yeah, I don't know. It was on a computer. <laughs> so Herb steps in 0-2. Looking to send Horace West here. That's a ball up in the zone. One and two the count here to Abigail Horace. W was it just her? She was the only one. That was like that? Only hers, yes. But, yeah. well, it, that 
And we certainly appreciate Coach Greg Kramer, head coach of the Wilson Bulldogs, for getting us all their information today for this game. I pitched a little bit down the zone. 2-2, count levels at 2-2. Two two. Again, two outs here. Lead-off double on second base, and Tatum Worley. Let's strand her. Herb's, Herb's trying to do just that, Jerry. Let's see what happens here. Here comes a 2-2 offering. The fly ball, left center field. Back on it is Taylor Hill. She makes the grab a few feet shy of the warning track. And after a leadoff double, Herb settles down and goes one, two, three, two through four in the lineup. At the end of one half inning, the Bulldogs nothing. The Eagles coming to bat. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here for Bob in the first inning. The Bulldogs stranding a leadoff double as Herb went two through four with two strikeouts and a fly out to left field. And leading it off here is the straw that stirs the drink for the Eagles. Here is Haley Spiker. Spiker comes in batting 585. She takes the first pitch high up in the zone. 585 batting average, Jerry. I'm telling you, people can go an entire lifetime and never see a 500 batting average. And she's at 585, almost 900. And she raised it 15 points since last week. Well, she's been a machine. Especially the last two weeks. There's a bunt on a third baseline. It's going to be a base hit. There it is again. Perfect executed bunt by Spiker for a single. And she is on first base. And as we said, last game we talked about the fact that she gets on and makes things happen. She got on four times last game against the Mules and scored three of the four times. And Jerry, as you always say, she's not going to stay at first very long. No. She knocked that bunt down perfectly. The ball died. Their baseman came in. She had no chance from when she took off. So pitching for the Bulldogs, I, was, I should have alluded to that, is uh, Megan Farrell. Uh, Farrell comes in today, uh, having done a yeoman's effort here. Uh, the sophomore um, has four of the seven wins this year so far. Tall girl, wears a mask. Uh, again, the Bulldogs in their red pants with their white socks and their red stripes. Red tops to white sleeves and white numbers. Farrell toes the rubber. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. That's up and out of the zone. There goes Spiker. No chance to get her. She is safe with a stolen base. Puts herself in scoring position. And for Spiker, that is her 15th stolen base of the year. She's 15 for 15. 
and that 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 was a. Uh, that was a little closer than it needed to be. It, it kind of looked like she was going to slide past the bag because she didn't go straight in. She was hook sliding. Yeah, she tried to avoid the tag coming in. There's the pitch to Menser, a little out of the zone. So now it is three and one to the senior center fielder batting 382 on the season, Taylor Menser. How about a 382 average? That doesn't stink either. Oh, that's a really good. There's a base hit right through the right side. Tiger, you're turning the corner. Here goes the throw to the plate. It's up the line, first baseline, and she is safe. Now, Jerry, I'm going to give that an error. Are you? Yes, the second baseman was right there. She has to field that ball. She did not. Went right through her legs. Well, we're off to the side, but yes, I agree. So... Runs across regardless for the Eagles are up one nothing and now batting is the pitcher batting in the third slot today Morgan Herb. Morgan with two strikeouts in that first inning. That's right. Morgan comes in today batting three eighty six. Her average has really jumped the last few days, last few games as well. Um, and she's done a really nice job. She's starting to cut down the strikeouts, put the ball in play here. So Farrell kicks back and delivers. Herb bunts through it. There's a throw to second base. Ahead of the throw, though, is Menser. She steals second. And now another extra runner in scoring position. Again, as Herb bunted through it to even the count at one and one. Let's see if Coach Kasner keeps the bunt on here. Trying to get Menser to third base. Nope. Herb hits a line drive right back at Taylor Menser's mom, <laughs> who ducked out of the way, Jill Menser. She was uh, in no danger, Mike. Now, Jill has seen a lot of balls hit back at her in her life as a pitcher in softball. Fair enough. Yet, yet I've never seen her scatter like that before in my life. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that she will get a little bit of ribbing from some of the other people around here. There's a ball outside. Levels the count at two and two to Herb. She's, she looked shell-shocked there, Mike. As I said, a former shortstop and pitcher. She's used to seeing the, the hard ground balls, line drives come right back up through the box, up to the middle. I guess the camera does not replace a glove. <laughs> Comes a 2-2 offering just on the corner, strike three. And there's the first out for the Bulldogs here in the bottom of the first. One one across so far and one in scoring position. So again, Megan Farrell getting her first strike out of the day there. Stepping in for the Eagles now is the catcher, Taylor Knob. There's an off-speed changeup down. Good job by Taylor to hold off back on that and not swing through it. As I said, Taylor Sr. comes into today hitting 396 on the season. With two home runs. Am I correct on that one? Uh, I think she has four home runs. Four. Four home runs, yes. I had bad information. That's all right. I think she leads the team with four home runs. Actually, the problem is that my, my, my page that I printed cut off at third. At, at, uh, at triples. triples. <laughs> and I tried to interpret. There's a strike over at the knees. It's two and one to catcher Taylor Nall. The senior's done an outstanding job behind the plate and right here next to the dish hitting away. 
Big opportunity for her to put a crooked number on the board for us, Jerry. We have not said crooked number in a couple of games, Mike. We have not, I know. And I, I just heard it the other night in the Phillies game. I thought of you right away. <laughs> There's another strike. I'm on. Right it. there at the knees. Now the count levels at two and two. See our buddy Sam Marcinic from Channel 69 down there, right? I believe so, yes. He did not flinch as much as uh, he did Mrs. Menser there. <laughs> Bigger camera, more protection. There's a ball in the outside corner. Count goes full. Big pitch here in this first inning. Chance here for Taylor Nava to sit back and get a strike. She's got to get a strike. Farrell's got to throw the pitch here. So an opportunity here to hit this ball somewhere into a gap. Full count pitch coming here. One out, runner on second base. Eagles have one across here in the bottom of the first. There's a foul ball right at the plate. We'll stay full count, stay right here. Good job staying alive. And again, for Taylor right now, just hit the ball hard. Doesn't matter where it goes, hit the ball hard. We've seen the second baseman's a little shaky on hard hit balls, so you can let the ball travel a little deeper, hit it to the right side of the field. Ball up and away. So Taylor Knob draws. Let's see if that for her is her fourth walk of the season. We'll get a courtesy runner. Number 17, Alexis Turner now in for Knob. Turner's got some wheels, does she not? She does. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. She's played in 12 games, mostly as a courtesy runner. But she has eight runs scored. She's almost at double digits. She's getting it done. So stepping in is the third baseman, Sasha Balonsky. Balonsky steps in today, batting 306. The sophomore right-handed batter. Is Turner an underclassman, Mike? Do you know that? I believe she's a junior. Okay. Uh, nope, she's a sophomore. Take it back. She's a sophomore. So first and second for the Eagles. Balonsky fouls it off the plate. And the runners will reset themselves. One out here in the bottom of the first. one nothing Eagles. On the mound, Megan Farrell. As I said, a tall girl. A lot of, lot of arm action here, a lot of leverage to throw the ball. She rocks back. Here comes the 0-1 offering down in the dirt. Menster thought about it. She looked at third and kind of backed back off it. No slight to Wilson, but they, their softball team doesn't travel well. I don't see a lot of their folks here. I well, see the, our folks here. The game was supposed to just have started. Seven minutes ago. Valid point. They did trick us. <laughs> it's already the bottom of the first inning. So one out, one two count here for the Eagles sophomore third baseman, Sasha Balonsky. Need to put this ball in play here. There's an off speed pitch. Balonsky holds back. Levels the count at two and two. Again, I'd like to see her put this ball in play. On deck the freshman. Cheyenne Boyles playing first base today. There's a ground ball back to the pitcher. She goes to third. Oh, got her. Tough play there. She just got beat by the throw from the uh, pitcher. So fielder's choice goes 1-5. And so Menser is cut down at third base. So that'll bring up, as we said, first baseman Cheyenne Boyles. It's actually a very good and aware play. I was. He's got the lead runner, absolutely. Right. Boyles comes in batting 235 on the season.
Ball's down and away. Got to zip to that ball, to that pitch. Yeah. Again, Abby Meinhold, third baseman for Wilson, right there, ready to cover the bag. Did a nice job as, as Megan Farrell fielded the ball smoothly, didn't panic, and got the out at third base. Comes the 1-0 offering. Fouled off right there at the plate. So that levels the count at one and one. Two outs. Runners on first and second for the Eagles. They pushed one across here, as I said, in the bottom of the first inning. Looking to double that up right now. It's a ball just off the corner. Hmm. I'm sure that Farrell thought, hmm, I thought I had a strike there. But we'll take it as it puts Boyles ahead in the count, two and one. That's what my home was, too. Looked pretty tight. There's a base hit back through the middle. Reaches in the field. Mentor rounds third. Coach Cashman going to hold her up there as the ball comes into the shortstop. Nice job by the center fielder there. McKenna McFadden got that ball in quickly from center field. And now the Eagles have him loaded after a single by freshman Cheyenne Boyles. I don't think she was going to make it home. It's a good, good stop by the coach. Yeah. So, again, we talked about the courtesy runner there, Alexis Turner. Not sure if she got the best jump off second base, but, you know, that'll bring up the freshman, Mackenzie O'Brien, playing right field today. First pitch right there for a strike. Bases loaded, Mike. Bases loaded. Again, we talked about that last hit there was a big hit. We need to get that run home. Two outs here. Now the bases loaded. There's a ball up in the zone because now Farrell can see her way out of this with a ground ball or a pop-up or even a strikeout. So the freshman steps in, O'Brien, batting 306 on the season. 11 hits. There's a ball right down across the knees. She's quickly behind the count, one and two. So as you said, bases are loaded. As the netting gets one young man going down the hill. There's a ball up in the zone. Count levels at two and two. Sometimes video is more than just the oral interpretation of something, but a young man just took a face dive in front of us, about 20 feet in front of us. Here comes the 2-2 offering. That ball's up in the zone. So runners will be moving here on the pitch. Ball hits the gap here. Now we can score all three. So Mackenzie O'Brien has a full count. She steps in with two outs. Bases loaded. There's the pitch. That ball is inside, and she walks. And that is an RBI walk for Mackenzie O'Brien. Then I'll move Boyles up to second. Balonski to third. And coming home is the courtesy runner, Alexis Turner. So that'll bring up now the eight-hole hitter, second baseman, Kai, um, <laughs> just had it. I just lost it. Kiara Almeida. Thank you. Kiara Almeida. I, I kept going Kai. I knew it was wrong. It was Kai at the last game, remember? Yeah, it was. So, Oh, the ball is thrown and dropped by the first baseman. Two runs will come across the first baseman. Still not picking up the ball. So what happened there was Almeida bunted the ball. Pitcher fielded it through to first base. First baseman dropped the ball. In the process, though, Balonski scored and coming all the way from second base and scoring was Cheyenne Boyles. So Mackenzie O'Brien moves up all the way to third base. Almeida goes all the way to second base on the error. And so that is a huge error 
as it brings up the sophomore left fielder, Taylor Hill. So the Eagles have put nine to the plate. Hill looks a bun at it. Shortstop coming behind the runner. Mackenzie O'Brien at third base. She's back fine. So a real good break there for the Eagles. There are three boys playing right in front. There's a ground ball back to the pitcher. She runs it halfway to first base this time, then flips it underhand, and they do get the out. But not before the Eagles push four across here in the bottom of the first inning and take a 4 nothing lead after one. We'll be back for the second inning. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. And so we're back here for the top of the second inning. A very productive first inning for the Eagles as they put four across and jump out to a 4 nothing lead here against the Wilson Bulldogs. Her back on the mound here for the second inning. She'll face the third baseman, Abby Meinhold. First pitch to Meinhold is up in the zone, ball one. So again, four runs pushed across there in the bottom of the first inning. Only one of those were an earned run, though. No. The ball up and in on Meinhold, and she's ahead in the count 2-0. and Again, Exeter defense pretty much straight across. The outfield is straight, not too deep, right in the middle, about 15, 20 feet in front of the fence. There's a three-quarter swing by Meinhold, and she is now 2-1 and one in the count. Sasha Blonsky in at third base. Cheyenne Boyle's about a step in front of the bag at first. Spiker and Almeida even with the bags. Ball just missed on the outside corner, making it 3-1 and one here to the five-hole hitter for the Bulldogs, Abby Meinhold. Meinhold came in today batting 333 on the season. There's a swing and a miss, and the count will go full. Meinhold Jr. for the Bulldogs. She swung right through that one, making the count three balls and two strikes. So a chance now after falling behind for Herb to come back and get this out. There it is, swinging strike three. Swung right through it, her third strikeout of the day. And that puts her at 95 strikeouts on the season, five away from the century mark. You know, 100 strikeouts on the season, like scoring 1,000 points in basketball in a career. 
It's not not everyone does it. Or 100 victories in wrestling, which we saw, what, 27 times this year? Twice. Twice. Okay, I was close. No, we saw three. Didn't we? Two for Exeter, one for somebody else. Doesn't matter. Maybe we saw one for somebody. I don't remember that one. But two in the same meet. It's two in the same weekend, same day, yeah. So pitchers facing pitchers here as Megan Farrell steps in. She looks at a strike right across there and levels the count at one and one. Because how many games did she pitch? Who's that? Herb. Herb. Eight, ten. Uh, this season, this is her uh, 13th game she started, uh, 14th game she's appeared, and she's picked 66 innings coming into today. Okay, so that's uh, it's one one and a half per. Big swing by Farrell, and she comes up empty as the count goes to two and two. As I said, Megan Farrell is a tall girl. She is. She has, she has the leverage to be a really good pitcher. There's a shot to right field. It's going to fall in front of Mackenzie O'Brien. She looks at first base, but no chance. As Farrell's on with the Bulldogs' second hit of the day with a single right field with one out. That'll bring up the left fielder, Lexi Troutman, as we get a courtesy runner for Farrell at first base. I'll let you know who that is as soon as I get the number on the young lady who's now running at first base as a courtesy runner. Is that number five? Is that what that is? It could be five because that is an option for them. That would be Maddie Wilsinski if it is number five. Yeah, you can't see it well enough. I'm taking your word for it. I'm putting five here in my book. I'm putting Wilsinski in. Good thing you got a pencil uh, and not a pen. And the first pitch to Troutman is over for a strike at the knees. Because I do need to change my contact lenses. So I'm just saying there's a bug in my eye because there's so many bugs here today. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, man. Call Tom asking to get a pesticide out here. So Troutman looks to bunt. Fielded by Belonsky. She throws the first base. And a great job by Taylor Hill coming in from left field to cover third base to keep the courtesy runner Wilsinski at second base. So the Eagles get the out 5-3 to three, as they were not anticipating a bunt there. Nice job by Sasha to get on that and get the out at first base. But a better job, I want to say, by Taylor Hill coming in from left field all the way to third base, which was opened, and holding the runner Wilsinski at second base with two outs now as the DH comes to bat Alex Shirelli, the senior batting 455 on the season, and she offers her first swing and a high pitch out of the zone. Shows great defensive awareness on the part of Exeter. Well, you mentioned it before, Jerry. You said on the bunt plays before, look how all eight of the players in the field were moving, yep. with the exception, obviously, of the catcher. And there's another case where, you know, there's Taylor Hill, again, a sophomore who is in tune with the game, game understands what's happening, Knew her responsibility was to come in and, and follow that third baseman uh, to the ball, to the bag, and just that. And with that, we are quickly ahead 0-2 on Chirelli. She swung through another high fastball. I'd go even higher this time. There's a shot knocked down by Almeida. They're going to wound around at home. Here comes the throw to the plate. She is out of the plate. <laughs> a collision between Wilsinski and Knob, and Wilsinski is out of the plate. So... Good job there by 
Kiara to stay with the play. She got the ball, made the throw home. A little bit of a collision there. It should not happen in high school sports, but I do believe Walensky tripped in the dirt. And uh, so at the end of one and a half, it's Exeter four, Bulldogs nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here to the bottom of the second inning as the Eagles will do it all over again with the leadoff hitter coming to the plate, Haley Spiker. Spiker singled her first at bat, stole second base, and then later scored on a hard-hit ball by Taylor Menser through the right side. So, Jerry, the end of the play there, Really nice job. Heads up play there by um, Kiara Almeida as she knocked the ball down, wasn't able to get the out, but the runner from second base, Wilsinski, was going the whole way. Coach Kramer was waving her from the start of the play, and she was able to get thrown out at the plate on a really good throw by Kiara and a great hold and tag by Taylor Knob. So great job there for the Eagles all the way around. Absolutely, and a great job by you. They heard you in Farming Ridge, Mike. Well, I know you're very excited. I, I know you have neighbors sitting outside who are watching. There's a line drive through the five hole on the left side, and Spiker's two for two on the day. And she just keeps on hitting and just keeps on pushing this Eagles offense and attacking aggressively against the defense. Dude, she's a machine. So, again, that'll bring up Taylor Menser. Menser had a hard ground ball through the right side, which I gave as an error. The book probably down there would give it a hit, which I would not argue with. So there goes Spiker for second. The throw, she is safe ahead of the throw. A little bit of a late slide there. I'd rather see her go right into the bag. She would have beat it. She tried to slide to the outside, to the outfield side of the bag, and it kind of slowed her down. But another, nonetheless, stolen base number 16 for Spiker. She's working on her hook slide, Mike. <laughs> but if it gets you out, it's not a very good hook slide. <laughs> no, it's not. So Mentor steps in 1-0 here. Here comes the 1-0 pitch. That ball's up in the zone. You know, we've talked about this pretty much all year long, the games we cover here. You know, the senior leadership from Spiker, Menser, and Knob has just been phenomenal for these girls, yeah, uh, both in the field and offensively on the bases and at the plate. 
So good job here by Taylor Menser to take the count to 3-0, not chasing pitches out of the zone. There is nothing more that Coach Kasner could ask of them. Correct. They've done it all. And, and I think we've seen that all year long with this senior class of athletes. They've mm-hmm. done a great job in all their sports. There's a borderline strike one on a 3-0 count to Menser. So, Mike, I was thinking about, you, you know, the, the play that Taylor Hill made to, to come into third base from left field. And I'll get with you in a sec. There's a shot to left field. That ball's got a chance off the wall. It's out of fence. Home run, Taylor Menser. Two-run shot here in the bottom of the sixth, uh, second inning. And the Eagles jump ahead six to nothing. Wow. What a shot. That, that, by ball, five feet. that ball got out of here in a hurry. That one is definitely a hit. And again, there's Spiker setting the table. And there's senior Taylor Menser driving in. And the Eagles have jumped out to blow this open 6-0 here in the second inning. Two runs instead of one, Mike. Two's always better than one. A, what is it again? It's a crooked number. Crooked number. That is correct. <laughs> so back to my other thought. The, the way that uh, Hill shifted in. I mean, you know, that's and it's not a slight to Coach Kasner. But that's got to be taught below, too, and brought forward. It, it's got to be repetition from, from well, I think it's something. Too. I think it's something you're, you're, you're practicing all the time and, right. and always reminding your, your, your girls of. Right. Uh, and, again, I'm not, I'm not taking anything from the, the lower levels. I agree. But, again, that's something that, that they probably practice throughout most of the preseason uh, and, you know, make sure that they're fully aware of, you know, what their responsibilities are. Let's count levels here, one-on-one of Morgan Herb, the pitcher for the Eagles. Herb struck out at first at bat on a pitch right on the corner. Um, but again, either way, you know, the credit goes to Taylor for being ready to do that and doing it when called upon. 100%, Mike. And there's Agreed. a ball that hits the top of the backstop on a pitch. And a little bit of a high fastball there from Farrell, who, again, trying to find her composure now. She just gave up a quick bomb to left center field. That one went over the umpire's head. I'm telling you, hit higher from the backstop. So 2-1. Farrell back on the rubber. Here comes the pitch. There's a strike right at the letters on Herb, and it's quickly 2-2 two and two now. But again, I think your observation was before. I mean, you saw all the players moving, doing their responsibility, doing their one-ninth for everyone else to do theirs. Right. Comes a 2-2 offering. Off-speed pitch. And that runs the count full, three and two. So here comes the payoff pitch to Herb. She fouls it out of play and will stay right here with a full count. So for the Eagles, again, you know, they had beaten the Bulldogs 16 to 1 in their previous meeting. And this is a huge game for Wilson as they're 7-7 on the season, needing this game for their district rankings. Uh, not looking good from it. And a good at bat there by Morgan Herb as she draws a walk. So, again, Exeter's top three, four, five hitters doing their job. And that will bring up the hard-hitting catcher, Taylor Knob. So, Wilson on the bubble and doing themselves no favors today. And now we have a courtesy run for the pitcher, Morgan Herb. This is number seven, Abby Mulhair. This was a young lady. We did not have her name last game. We just had Abby. Abby, that's right. I remember now. But it's it, her, it's Abby Mulhair. 
and she's a junior. This is just her second game playing this year. I'm not sure where they have to mark down the courtesy order and take so long from. So courtesy runner first base is Mole here. Nobody out. Two across here for the Eagles in the bottom of the second. Stepping to the plate, the catcher, Taylor Knob, who drew a walk herself in the first inning after a really good at bat, fouling off two pitches into a full count. There's a ground ball to short. Field by the shortstop. Throw to second. They get one. Cross the diamond to first. Not in time. Nice job there by the shortstop, Abby Horace, to feed the ball quickly to Tatum Worley. Worley's throw to the first base, not in time, as Matty Farrell, the first baseman, caught the ball just as we had the runner crossing the base. And we'll get another courtesy runner here, and this should be Alex Turner now, courtesy running for Taylor Knob. That is out number one. That is just the first out. I'm being attacked by bugs here. Yeah, it's getting annoying now. And so, extra third baseman Sasha Belonsky takes a strike right at the knees. As you said, Jerry, one out here in the bottom of the second. Runner on first base. Two runs across so far for the Eagles on a shot by senior center fielder Taylor Menser. And there's a shot over the first base dugout. Quickly behind 0-2 is Belonsky. That was Taylor Mentor's first home run of the season. There's a shot out to right field. That's going to get down. It's going to be a fielder's choice, though. The runner was on the bag at first base. Jerry, what she has to do in that situation, fly ball to right field, she's got to go halfway, turn, right. turn and face the outfield. Yep. If the outfielder is taking a step back, you take another step towards second. If the outfielder comes in, you take a step back to first base. But you kind of work with the right fielder there. Yep. Unfortunately, Turner was on first base, almost looking to tag up as the ball fell in. It's a fielder's choice. And there's a line drive up the middle for Cheyenne Boyles. Rounding second, heading to third. And getting there will be Belonsky. So a nice hit. Eagles have first and third here. Chance for a little more of a rally. It's, it's almost like the uh, how, how the steal rule is different, that, that they have to wait. It's almost like she had that in her head. Yeah, unfortunately, as Boyle's two for two on the day, and now we've got Belonsky at third, Boyle's at first. Two outs. And again, here we go. Mackenzie O'Brien at the plate. Runner in scoring position. Chance to push another one across. Just keep putting those nails into the coffin here. Mike, two steps might have made all the difference in that uh, play at second base. Well, again, I would have liked to have seen her get almost halfway. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think she was in trouble of, of getting past halfway. And she could have gotten back. So a chance for O'Brien here to pick him up. Belonsky on third. Boyles on first. There's the ball up in the zone. Count goes to one and two. So two outs here. Runs on first and third. There's a ground ball to first. Fielded by Farrell. She'll take it herself. And that'll end the second inning. Eagles push two across on three hits. They left two on base at the end of two full. It's the Eagles over the Bulldogs six to nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. 
Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And welcome back here to Exeter as the Eagles have jumped out to a 6-0 lead after two innings. On the mound for the Eagles is the junior, Morgan Herb. 95 strikeouts on the season as she faces the nine-hole hitter, Maddie Farrell. Farrell takes a strike right at the knees there here to start the third. And so, Jerry, we talk about putting runs on the board and playing defense. Exeter has done that so far. Absolutely, Mike. They're taking advantage of the opportunities given them. And creating those opportunities as well. And I think that's a great, great thing that they're doing as far as, you know, getting on base and, and being aggressive on the bases and making the plays defensively, being heads up all the way around. A much better way to put it. Thank you. There's a foul back. Can we go 0-2 to, I said, the nine-hole hitter, Maddie Farrell, first baseman. So the Bulldogs have the sister Farrell at pitcher and first base saying both girls are tall girls. A lot of leverage. There's a swing and a miss, and there's the first out of the inning as number 96 goes into the book for the 2022 season for Morgan Herb. So that'll bring up Tatum Worley, the second baseman. Worley doubled to lead this game off and got stranded in the first inning. And so let's see what Morgan Herb wants to do here as far as pitch selection and location. There's a shot. Going back up through the middle, it's oh. going to fall in. It just finds a hole. Nice try there by Kiara Omeda. Not able to get the balls. It just hovered ever so long over second base and then hit the ground right next to Almeida. And Worley has her second hit of the day and the third hit here for the Bulldogs. Almeida got her uniform dirty, making uh, diving to make that play. Credit to her for uh, really putting it out there. So that'll bring up the right fielder, Loper. Loper's a strikeout victim first time. She looks to bunt. Pitches right there for a strike, though. And again, she tried to bunt the first couple of pitches. Her first at bat didn't get the butt down and then swung through a pitch for a strikeout. So let's see if Herb can get that to repeat itself again. Umpire cleans off home plate so we can see it. Loper squares the bunt already. Herb rocks back. There's the pitch. There's another strike right across the plate. Not sure if Loper is taking for a stolen base or what she's looking to do, but she now is behind in the count, 0-2. And, and again, Herb has a chance to put her down again on strikes. Let's see what happens. Morgan toes the rudder, rubber. One out 
There's the pitch. There's another strikeout. So number 97 on the season. That's her fifth strikeout of the day. Second strikeout this inning as that will bring up the catcher. Gia Borelli, who's also a strikeout victim, looking in the first. There's a foul ball. Borelli was loaded and ready to go in that fastball. Mm -hmm. She cut off the top part of the bat and sent it way back and out of play behind the backstop here. But goes as a strike in the book. So we're up 0-1 here on Borelli. And we have a ball. We do, because we only had one foul ball so far. <laughs> ball outside, snapped out of first. Boyles... Boyles put a tag down, but again, before it could happen, Worley took off for second base. She got picked off by the catcher. We'll give her a stolen base for it, though. So, Knob got her leaning, fired to Cheyenne Boyles. Cheyenne Boyles put a tag down instead of finding the runner. Right away, Worley broke for second base, and she's there now in scoring position. And the ball just inside on Borelli. Count goes 2-1. Herb has to be careful here at Pirelli. She has first base open. She got her swing at it. She did swing at that absolutely great call by the field umpire there. Home plate umpire wasn't sure if she had swung, took his mask off, and asked the field umpire. And without hesitation, the field umpire pounded the fist for strike two. And now we're level at two and two. Two outs. Triple deuces across the board here for ball strikes and outs. Herb takes off her master, reset it here. Borelli steps out. Now she steps back in. 2-2 two, two count, two outs here, the top of the third inning. The ball fouled back. Good job of fighting at the plate is Borelli. You can tell the bugs are bad as you see the girls swatting with their gloves. Worley's on second base with her hand overhead, trying to draw the bugs to her hand so she can see. <laughs> So we'll do it all over again. Very Triple deuces. Yeah, absolutely. Here comes a 2-2 offering. There's a swing and a miss. She struck her out. Herb strikes out the side. Sandwich between a single by Worley. And at the end of two and a half, it's Exeter 6, the Bulldogs nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A 
public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. So we're back here in between innings. We go to the bottom of the third inning, and John Bon Jovi blaring over the PA system oh. here at Exeter. And I love John Bon Jovi for this reason. <laughs> Same reason I love Bruce Springsteen. I love Bruce Springsteen for other reasons. But hey, man. when I coached in college level and we played music during practice, we had a lot of kids from Jersey. And okay. whenever John Bon Jovi came on or Bruce Springsteen, our players would go nuts and they would yell, Jersey, Jersey strong, stuff like that. So uh, kind of made me think about that. Insufferable. Uh, as Kiara Almeida steps to the plate here, first pitch from Farrell's a ball low. Yeah, Mike, rather shocked that you chose Bon Jovi over Ozzy Osbourne, but whatever. All right, yeah, whatever. Well, I'm not an Ozzy fan. Not a Black Sabbath fan or an Ozzy fan. I'm not a Black Sabbath fan, but that man is uh, a true genius. He has no idea who he is anymore. There's a ball fouled out of play. Over the years, he picked the best guitar players every time. He hasn't had a lousy one. Bon Jovi, on the other hand. What was it, Richie Sambora? Yeah, he's not a good player, Mike. Uh, I don't he's know. He's average. He's average. I don't know. I, I think you know, a lot of people beg to differ. I'm There's a swing you. and a miss. And Kiara down to count average. one and two here. As we're in the bottom of the third inning, extra leads at 6 nothing. They push four across in the first inning on two hits and two across in the second on three hits. Most of coming, the damage done by Tower Mentors to run blast to center field. So here's the one-two pitch to Almeida. Ball just off the corner. Count levels at two and two. Good eye there by Kiara. Kiara was one that really pushed that inning through the other day. Today, actually, when she laid that bunt down, the first baseman dropped it. There's a swing and a miss, and she strikes out. That is the second strikeout for Farrell and the second strikeout for the Eagles. First out here in the bottom of the third. That'll bring up Taylor Hill, sophomore left fielder for the Eagles. Hill steps in from the left-hand side, the first base box area. Looks to slash bunt her way on. Takes it low for a ball. Here comes the offering. Line shot. Base hit down the left field line. It's going to squib itself into the dirt. Making the turn is Hill around first base, but she is safely back with a single. Nice job of hitting there. There's that woman again at the plate, number one, Haley Spiker. She has hit uh, in each inning. She has. She'll have a chance to bat. Go, she has a chance Clear. to go three for three in the first three innings of the game here. That's got it. There, there's got to be a uh, a designation for that. It's called three for three. <laughs> in three innings. In three innings. <laughs> in a row. <laughs> Consecutive innings. Triple triples. I don't know. No, I think the word triple already has a spot in softball, so I don't know if triple triple is going to work. Dude, I'm just, I, I, I'm struggling. Here. I know you we're spitballing here. I know we're spitballing here. I'm listening. I'm like a sounding board for you. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. I'll tell you when your ideas stink. I'll tell you. I've got a great idea. Let's call it the old Gallif. How's that? Gallif. Oh, Gal- that's, that's a good one. That sounds like the character from like Lord of the Ring or something. The old Gallif. All right. You know, you keep crapping on my ideas, Mike. <laughs> there goes the runner from first base. She's ahead of the throw, and she is safe. So Taylor Hill has a stolen base here in the bottom of the third inning. And it's her fourth stolen base of the year. So Haley steps out, taking a look at Coach Kastner. She's ahead in the count, 1-0. Coach Kastner goes through his signs. A nod of the head, a wink of the eye, and she's back in the box. There's a shot right at the shortstop. Quickly back to second base is Hill. And they finally retired the speedy spiker. Well with done. With a line out to shortstop for the second out this inning. But that still leaves a runner in scoring position for Taylor Menser. Menser homer her last at bat, and it was a shot. There's a ball off-speed pitch that rolled its way in there. I think she hit her leg on her delivery. I believe she did as well. You know, she took a moment after the first hit to warm up a little bit, so I don't know if she tweaked something or, or hurt her ankle, but Farrell did take three extra pitches during the inning. There's a ball in the outside corner for a strike. Takes the count to one and one. So Farrell toes the rubber. She rocks back. Here comes the 1-1 offering. Swing and a miss by Menser. A little bit out in front of that one. So runner in scoring position here for the Eagles. And again, someone just yelled it out. Just put the ball in play. Let it take care of itself. There's a foul tip at the plate. It stays one and two. Menser fighting hard here. She's hit the ball hard twice today. A shot through the second baseman the first time and a shot over the left center field wall the second time. Well, they clean off the home plate, does the home plate umpire. Mentor steps back in. Runner on second base is Taylor Hill, the sophomore. Singled her way on. Stole second. Now looking to come home. Off-speed pitch hits Menser. So she is hit by a pitch. She'll take first base. With Hill at second, let's see if the Eagles will put him in motion here, try and get something going, as Herb has walked and struck out her first two at-bats today. Did that pitch have an awkward look to it as well? I think it was an off-speed pitch, just lost control of it, yeah. Okay, so so, so not a function of her hitting her leg again? No, I don't believe so. I think okay. she tried to pull something off on her and change the speed there. There's a good swing by Morgan Herb. Swings through and misses the first offering from Farrell. Down the count, 0-1. Dude, it was a nice pitch. Good pitch. I like the swing. Aggressive swing. She stayed behind the ball. Let it travel a little bit. Here comes the 0-1 offering. Ground ball right back to the pitcher. So one Farrell to another Farrell. And we've got the third out of the inning. I was going to go Farrell cat for something that didn't work. So at the end of three full, it's extra work, six. <laughs> Extra six, Bulldogs nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. And for liking Bon Jovi, you're listening to Kiss for a second. I like Kiss.
Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shock get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. And so we're back here to the top of the fourth inning. Eagles have jumped out to an early lead in this game. Now have held on 6-0. Morgan Herb on the hill. 98 strikeouts on the season. Looking to get to 100 today if she can. And she'll face for the Bulldogs, the shortstop, Abby Harris. First pitch to Harris is out of the zone for a ball. The very noisy Tom Legath just drove by us. Yes, he did. Not in his own car, though. So yeah. not to his car's noisy. We're not saying that. There's a ball just in off the corner for ball two. 2-0 two here to Harris. Whenever I hear Horace, I think of Horace Mann. <laughs> Natural connection, Mike. There you go. Horace Mann, inventor of the industrial school. There's a pop-up out of play. Count goes to two and one. It's not a name you hear a lot of. It's not. It's not. Horace Mann. Horace Greeley. But it's really about it. Yeah. There's an ancient... Uh, I'm trying to know... Egyptian god, Horus? Yes. I don't know. God of the sun. There you go. There's a shot to right field. Back goes Kenzie O'Brien, and she makes the grab. About 10 feet shy of the track. Good contact there by Horace, though, but she flies out to right field for the first out here in the top of the fourth inning. Sun's coming out, Mike. I was just going to say that, Jerry. It's starting to be a beautiful day after all that rain today. Now the sun has made its way out, popping over. The left field foul line area, the homes here in Riften, the beautiful setting of Riften, Pennsylvania. There's a shot for a strike, and Meinholz down in the count, 0-1. The third baseman struck out her first at bat. Shades are back on, Mike. Couldn't bear it anymore. We've got a bright future ahead of you. I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> Who sang that song? Uh, I can hear the song. I cannot tell you. Corey Hart. Oh, oh, you're, you're, I, I was going with the other song. What song are you going Future's with? looking so bright, i got to wear shades. Yeah. Oh, no, I wear my sunglasses at night. I'm wrong, I'm yeah. wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. I, I got the wrong guy there. There's a foul ball down the right field line. Giving chases O'Brien. She slides, unable to make the grab, but it is a foul ball. I can't tell you who sang the other one, though, now that you mentioned it. We are going to find out. I appreciate that. You're right, Corey Hart as I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah. Back in the, when, when videos were all the rage. Indeed. 
Timbuk three, Mike. Timbuk three. I wouldn't have gotten that if you gave me Timbuk two. Yeah, I wouldn't and have gotten it. Tipper Tanoo and Timbuk two. Anyhow, count goes to two and two here on Meinhold, the third baseman for the Bulldogs. Is that Tipper Canoe and Tyler too? That is. It was a slogan for the presidential election. John Tyler. There's a ball up in the zone. Evens the count at two and two. It's one of the one-term presidents, wasn't he? He was a one-term president, probably because of that slogan. Do you have all that stuff in your head? I do, unfortunately. Yeah. Useless knowledge and trivia. There's a swing and a miss. She struck her out. Number 99 on the season. And we have two outs here in the top of the fourth inning. And that'll bring up Megan Farrell, the pitcher, who hit a shot her first at bat. Had a kid in high school named Dan Webster. Oddly enough, Daniel Webster, right? He could tell you every president in order, the years they served, the whole 27 That's yards. impressive. That's oh, impressive. it really was. And he was one of those nerdy kids. Well, I don't know. Nothing call, else. I don't, I don't know if you call Nothing him that. Else. He was just intellectual. Right, okay. That's right. Us bullies used to call him nerds. Again, I, yeah, you know, I try to be politically correct. Hey, we're 0-2 here, sitting on 99 strikeouts for the season. Herb toes the rubber, facing Megan Farrell, pitcher for the Bulldogs. There's a swing, and she struck her out. And with it, strikeout number 100 this season for Morgan Herb. 100 strikeouts here, and we're through four innings for the Bulldogs. Three and a half for the Eagles as we head to the bottom of the fourth. It's 6 nothing Exeter. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. And so we're quickly back to the action as senior catcher Taylor Knob takes a high pitch for a ball. She's ahead in the count 1-0 here in the bottom of the fourth inning. No one out for the Eagles. Jerry B. Remiss, we didn't mention Teddy Snyder, who we talked about in the last uh, broadcast, who was down. He lost the first set, and the BCIAA 
Burke's uh, Tennis Championships Flight 1 came back to win it and won the Burke's Tennis Championship for Flight 1. Yes, indeed. I'm glad you brought it up. I had it uh, in the back of my head to bring that up, as well as Jake Trajanski. Yes, Jake Trajanski also won, I think, the third flight. As Knob grounds out to the shortstop, um, Horace there. And so there's the first out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. But on that day, we talked about a number of things. We were talking about the extra baseball team at Wilson. They had won that game 3-2, yep. to two, I think. Uh, and then the Exeter Volleyball team won again. And there, I think, 14-1 maybe. Uh, Exeter Eagles, the baseball team, is going to make the playoffs as well with the girls here. As another ground ball there to the shortstop, she makes a nice play, does Horace, and quickly two outs on two ground balls as Belinsky is the second out of the inning here. So, yeah, um, you take a look at, at the, um, as we said, the girls should be the one seed in the playoffs. Uh, the boys will come in as a wild card team. Uh, still have a chance to knock off Mifflin tomorrow, which we'll be doing right here. You and uh, the great Darren Ziner will be bringing all the fans the call from Shillington tomorrow. Indeed we will. And then, you know, volleyball's number one seed right now in the county. Uh, Lacrosse had a big win against Central Dolphin the other night. And then again against Senior Night. Uh, so a lot of good things happening. Uh, I have not kept up to date on track. I probably should do a little better job there. But uh, I know the girls are, are probably 500 this year in lacrosse as well as the boys are. Uh, boys could play themselves into a district game, though. They're, they're, they're doing a good job. As a ground ball weekly hit back to the pitcher as Boyles hustles down first base, but she is thrown out by the pitcher, Farrell. And so a quick 1-2-3 inning here for the Eagles in the fourth inning. No runs, no hits, none left on base. At the end of four full innings, it's the Wilson Bulldogs zero. Your Exeter Eagles six. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also, your local U-Haul rental provider. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. And so we're back here to the top of the fifth inning. Morgan Herb, four scoreless innings here for the Eagles on the hill. Comes her first pitch. Ball is up and in on the left fielder for the Bulldogs, Lexi Troutman. Mike, I think somebody's got a dinner reservation because they are rushing between things here. So Troutman 0 for 1, ground out to third base. Balinski a nice play. There's a foul ball back. Evens the count at 1 and 1. Well, we started early. We're flying through the innings. I, I think you're right. I think this umpire might have a. Is it Wednesday? 
It's Wednesday. What a good date is. <laughs> Wednesday night date. <laughs> Maybe it's just been a long week. He's already humped that. There's a foul ball back and out of play as Herb is quickly ahead one and two here in the top of the fifth inning. Maybe he's just had enough, Mike. That's been a pretty brisk going game. It's not like it's been slow or boring. Yeah. There's been enough plays to keep you interested both at the plate and in the field. Uh, a lot of action, I think, so. There's a ball in the inside corner, and down goes looking as Troutman for the first out here in the fifth inning. And so 101 comes quickly after 100 and strikeouts for Morgan Herb. Stepping in now is the DH. This is Alex Shirelli for the Bulldogs. Chirelli was the batter who hit that hard ground ball to Almeida at second base when they tried to score the runner all the way from first or second base, the courtesy runner, uh, Wilsinski. And so she did get on, uh, but she wasn't there very long. She's ahead here 2-0 in the count. Morgan's got a six-run lead here. Pouring a strike right here. No harm done. Get your strike. Get back in the count here. There's a foul, a fly ball, second baseman. Almeida out, circles, turns, makes the grab just on the cut to right field. And there's two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. Almeida got it done there. She is, uh, she's really putting it together today defensively. Well, you know, we talked to Coach Kasman the other week, and he had said that, hey, he went to Kiara and said, you're my second baseman, so there's no more worrying about looking over your shoulder or wondering, hey, am I going to be in there the next day? You're in there every day, so get out there and play. And she has rewarded him by playing very good defense and getting on base and making things happen, too. Great shout, Mike, indeed. She, she, she earned it, and she's keeping it. And again, as you get to the postseason here, she's one of those four seniors. You're looking for senior leadership, people to step up and, and make those big plays in the postseason. And it's always easier to count on upperclassmen and seniors because they've been around the program and they understand. So Herb ahead here, 0-2 on Farrell, the first baseman. There's a ball just misses inside. Count goes to 1-2. and two. You know, we talk about you know all the strikeouts that Morgan Herb has, and, and, and obviously that's what you want to do. But she hasn't walked a batter, maybe one batter in three games. There's a ball. Oh, speed pitch catches her out in front looking. And there is strikeout number, I want to say nine on the day here for Morgan Herb. And we're through four and a half. Exeter six, Wilson nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. 
Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here for live action in the bottom of the fifth inning. Eagles ahead on the scoreboard, 6 to nothing. as the sophomore right fielder steps in, Mackenzie O'Brien. O'Brien with her pigtails out the back of her helmet here. First pitch is up in the zone. Ball one. So it'll be O'Brien, Almeida, and Hill here in the bottom of the fifth inning for the Eagles. There's a bunt attempt by O'Brien. She bunts through it for a strike, and the count goes to one and one. It might sound silly, Mike, but uh, what you just pointed out about uh, pigtails coming through the back of the helmet is a really great observation. Why is that? It's just a great way to keep to keep the audience in the uh, in the game. Well, it's funny when she stands the bat, both her pigtails come down and kind of outline her number. <laughs> See, there's a shot to center field right at McFadden, though. Hit well by O'Brien, but right at the center fielder, McKenna McFadden. That's the first out here for the Eagles in the bottom of the fifth. Details like that are, 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 are what make you the artist standing at the easel, painting a picture. What do you think? I'm not getting what you're trying to say. <laughs> I'm not, not sure what you're saying. Batting now, though, is the second baseman. And there's a base hit on what we just talked about as Almeida singles to center field with one out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. But again, doing the job that Coach Kastner gave her the confidence to say, hey, you've earned the job. Go out and do it and, and start hitting for us. And she's doing just that. So nice job there by Kiara. Again, that'll, doing everything that they're being asked to do. And coach do, absolutely. Absolutely. And that'll bring up Taylor Hill, the left fielder. Hill slaps the ground ball to third base, and she's up quickly to second base. She throws the ball to right field. It's past the right fielder. Coming around as Almeida, she will score. Wow. And first. So there again, another error for the Bulldogs. So error E5 puts... Taylor Hill to second base and a run across for the Eagles. So a nice job there. Again, you put the ball in play, you put pressure on the defense, and that's what Exeter's doing. And talk about pressure. Here comes the pressure cooker herself, Haley Spiker. Two for three in the day with two singles and a line out to short. A chance here to pick up an RBI. Left fielder is way in here. I like to see Spiker just take a full swing and took to drive this ball. She looks a bunt at it. She takes it for a ball, up for a strike, though. But the left fielder for the Bulldogs here, Lexi Troutman, is literally 10 feet behind the cut uh, in the 5.5 hole between shortstop and third base. And the other two are still playing deep. And again, they, they are, they're, they're playing the defense to what they know she's able to do, uh, what she does with the ball. She likes to hit it on that left side. And if she can hit it just away from one of the fielders, they will not throw her out. 
There's a line drive that would have spooked Miss Menser if she was there, but, but Jill's not there right now, so we're all good. Uh, that was a line drive to the same spot where where Jill Menser was taking pictures earlier on in the game. So Spiker down in the count, one and two, one out. She's got Hill on second base, who was a recipient of an error. There's a ball up and out of the zone. Not it'll be held on by Borelli, and moving up to third base is Hill. And now she is 45 feet away from the eighth Exeter run. Yeah, good thing Mrs. Menser wasn't there. Uh, she'd have been ducking like Oswald was in the area. Too soon? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to say yes to that. <laughs> good eye there by Haley Spiker, and now a full count. Jerry, of course, referring to Lee Harvey Oswald who I truly don't believe did it, but who knows. Would you have preferred John Wilkes Booth? Are we in a barn setting on fire, or what, what are we doing here? <laughs> here comes a 3-2 offering. Line shot up that base hit. And coming in to score is Hill, and Spiker has her third hit of the day and her first RBI to match it. And so the Eagles have put two across here. And have taken an 8 nothing lead with one out. And here comes the before-mentioned daughter of Jill Menser, Taylor Menser, the center fielder, senior for the Eagles. And she is one for two today, or two for two probably in their book, uh, and hit by a batter, hit by a pitch. There goes Spiker. There's the throw. Bounces off the shortstop. Ooh, caught her right in the face. That ball bounced off Horace. And she's a tough girl. She kind of just shakes it off. Hasn't rubbed it or anything yet. That ball came up and got her right in the face. Um, field umpire is walking over to make sure she's okay, though. But another stolen base for Haley Spiker, her third of the day, and her 17th on the season. Now the coach is coming out to check on the shortstop as well. Well, now the coach is coming out. Coach Kramer is coming out to talk to the field umpire. What's what's this going to be about, Mike? I'm not sure what it's about. They, they may have thought she left early. Um, again, you cannot leave the bag until the ball crosses in the hitting zone uh, at the plate. And so I think he just walked out to say, hey, did she get an extra jump on that? Was she ahead of the throw home? And the field umpire said, no, I had it. And so we're going to go back with the runner on second base. And again, the batter here is Taylor Menser who's ahead in the count. Either that or he said... Uh, we'll now the um, home plate umpire just got a bug in his eye as he quickly called timeout as Farrell was into her windup. But uh, again, we said the bugs were not as friendly as here they could be today. You said in his eye. Either he choked one down or got him in the eye. I'm not sure. <laughs> Better than mud in your eye. Here we go. Swing and a miss by Menser. Not really where I was going, but I'll accept it. Okay. <laughs> Turned out to be a really nice day here. Yeah, man. The clouds are giving away, being broken up by the sun and the late afternoon suns. Still some heat to it. Here comes Farrell's pitch. There's a ground ball to first base, uh, second baseman. Quickly on the ball is Worley. She flips underhand to Farrell, and we've got our second out of the inning here in the fifth inning. But moving up to third base is Haley Spiker. So a pass ball here or an error is going to put a run across as well. 
Coming to the plate now, the pitcher for the Eagles, Morgan Herb. Herb has struck out, walked, and grounded out to the pitcher today. 0 for 2 on the day. There's oh. a swing and a miss. Blew a fastball right by her, did Farrell. Herb asks for time. She gets back in the box. Farrell toes the rubber. She dips it, fires. Ball up in the zone. Good hold there by Morgan Herb. So we sit at 8-0 here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Two outs. Haley Spiker on third base. Answer her third hit of the game. Ground ball. Slow roller. It's in the middle of no man's land. She is safe. Yes, she is. The ball was a slow roller between the pitcher at first base and second base, and no one took charge of the play. Finally, the second baseman picked the ball up and threw it to first, but not in time. And so there's an RBI single for Morgan Herb. Is that Spiker's second or third run score? That's her third run score of the day. Dude. She's been on three times and scored three times. Dude. And this should be, I believe, Abby Mulhair running. Yes, as a courtesy runner. And so now Taylor Knob at the plate. 9-0 Eagles, two outs here. Knob 0 for 2 today with a fielder's choice and a ground out. She walked her first at bat. There's a ground ball back through the middle base, hit the center field. Little Charlie Brown action on the pitcher. And now we have runners on first and second here with two outs. And the Eagles threatening to end this game right now. Mike, might those uh, three hits run Haley Spiker up close to 600? Uh, well, the, the line out the th in the third inning is going to bring it, bring it, back, gonna bring right, it down. Yeah. Right. The, the problem is you're at 580-something. Any at-bat that doesn't come back with a hit or a non-at-bat is going to drop you. It's just There's nowhere else to go. It, it, it's a bigger drop. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a bigger drop. That's a great point. It's a bigger drop than the increase of the hit. Yeah. Um, but again, I, you know, I will I will do a little math here. And uh, we know math is not your strong suit I because you're a history teacher. I am a history teacher, so which is how you knew the John Wilkes Booth thing. I did. So Blonsky at the plate here. There's a line drive to the second baseman. She throws the first. It's in the dirt. Nice job by Farrell to scoop it out. And so that'll end the inning for the Eagles. Though four hits. Two runs. They leave two on. At the end of five full, it's Exeter nine, Wilson nothing. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. 
Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. And we're back to live action. As Worley hits a deep fly ball to center field, and she will have her second double of the day in her third hit. She is three for three with two doubles and a single. And that was a shot kind of caught Taylor Menser by surprise as that ball bounced in the air on the warning track right in front of the gate and straight away center field. So we have a pinch hitter here now. Looks like Sarah Stolzfus is at the plate here, number 26, getting her first at bat of the day. Ball inside the Stolzfus. Pinch hitting here for uh, Loper, uh, Anna Loper, the uh, right fielder. So there's a pitch up and out of the zone, but Stoltzfus swings at it, so that evens the count at one and one. Well, Mike, I need to apologize to you. I cut you off twice there. That's all right. That Going is into all. the commercials. All I had to say was, there's a ball fouled back by Sarah Stoltzfus, <laughs> and ahead in the count is Herb one and two. So Stoltzfus, pinch hitter here. She goes down swinging here in the sixth inning. That is strikeout number 11 for Morgan Herb. So that'll bring up the catcher, Gia Borelli. Borelli has struck out twice in her two at-bats today. Well, Herb is on what? Ten strikeouts? Ten strikeouts, yes. Uh, Eleven strikeouts. Eleven. She has eleven. Looking for number twelve here. And looking for a hat trick here for Borelli. Ball just misses off the plate. One and one goes to count to the catcher, Gia Borelli. A hat trick. I thought it only applied to uh, hockey and soccer. Um, nope. There's a foul ball pulled, hits a Kia. Good thing the airbag didn't go off. So it's one and two here with one out in the top of the sixth inning. Worley on second base with a leadoff double. Strikeout to the pinch hitter Stolzfus. Puts Gia Borelli at the plate with the count of one and two. There's a foul ball again down the left field line. And Borelli really out in front of some of these pitches here. Again. Don't know if I'd go fastball here or go even slower. See if I can get a swing through it. What's the worst scenario for you if you're the owner of that uh, Kia? Is it that I the own windshield, Kia? the windshield, or the bag going off? And Ooh. she hits her with a pitch. Up in the count, one and two, and Borelli is hit by a pitch. And if this were the New York Mets, we'd be clearing the benches right now. <laughs> it seems the Mets want to fight every game they get hit. And that'll 
catch up to him later on because I just have such disdain for the Mets. Who doesn't? I have a T-shirt, but I can't tell you what it says on the air. Is it profane, Mike? It's not, but... Then you can tell us. It's a play on words. I'd rather not. Uh, Anyhow, when you're classy, that'll bring up number 17, Abby Horace, the shortstop. And she swings to the first offering for a strike. You got to learn to be a little more base, Mike. I am base. <laughs> I'm chill. Again, runners on first and second. There's a ball outside and up in the zone. Evens the count at one and one to Horace, the shortstop. Let me uh, <laughs> let me take a guess of what your T-shirt says. Is the last word Fets? It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's a ball in the outside corner. Levels the count at two and two. And if you muck your cards in poker, you, yes, you yeah. Exactly. So anyhow. And this lovely lady is saying how she was listening on the way over here. That, yes. Miss Natalie Varna, whose daughter is the assistant coach here at Exeter for softball and the first base coach. Zoe Varna. And that is Zoe's grandfather right there, Mr. Bruce Deeds. And... Bruce Deeds was my might football coach way back in 1977. Wow. wow There's a ball that's going to fall in the left field. Hill quickly on it. Gets to the shortstop spiker. And the Bulldogs have the bases loaded here. One out in the top of the sixth inning. So the Bulldogs threaten here, down by nine, here in the top of the sixth inning. One out. That brings up the third baseman, Abby Meinhold. Meinhold on the day, 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Could use the third one right here. She takes a fastball right down the middle for strike one. And, Mike, that T-shirt that you were talking about. Yes. Is it all in the, uh, does it look like the Mets logo and all that stuff? And, and, and in the Mets writing as well. The, nice. That, that, ugly, font. that ugly font they use for the nice. uniforms. And so Meinhold swings through the second offering from Herb, and she's down to count 0-2 now. And again, could you really use a strikeout here so the defense can go back and just get one final out and get out of this inning? Here comes the 0-2. Ball just up in the zone, just missed high. 1-2. and two. So Meinhold way up in the front of the box here. Herb toes the rubber. She rocks back. Here's the 1-2 offering. Pop up in the infield. It's going to be a foul ball. Boyles gives chase. She makes the grab right in front of the entrance nice. of the Wilson first base dugout. And now we have two outs here. And a chance for Morgan Herb to see her way out of this. But to do that, she'll have to get through Megan Farrell, the opposing pitcher for the Bulldogs. Farrell one for two today with a hard single to left. And a strikeout. So bases loaded, two outs here, top of the six. Eagles lead it 9 nothing. Farrell steps in. Herb delivers. Swing and a miss. Farrell's looking to bring in more than one run on that cut right there. That was a big-time cut. But it was an empty cut nonetheless. Herb toes the rubber. 
Farrell up in the box. She rocks back herself. There's a fly ball right center field. Back goes Menser. Menser to the wall. It's over on the Go fence. On. Grand slam home run oh, mama for Bay. Megan Farrell. And the Bulldogs put four wow. on the board here in the top of the sixth inning. Didn't see that one coming, Mike. Well, she had made contact. You know, her first at bat was a hard hit. And so I knew this was going to be trouble at this point. So yeah. four RBIs, four runs across for the Bulldogs here in the top of the six. Eagles still lead it 9-4. When you have a nine-run lead, you can give up a grand slam every once in a while. Come back and get it out. You'll trade runs for outs at this point. That'll bring up Lexi Troutman, the left fielder. Troutman 0 for 2 on the day. Just the third hit, fourth hit surrendered by Herb today, but it was a big one. Bad news for Manchester City fans. They've utterly collapsed in the Champions League. Is that darts? No, it's the important game, soccer. Soccer. Yes. So is that a communist sport, soccer? It's a very American sport. Just not that our American team can ever get to the big games, American sport, right? That's because, you know, those people over there oh, stop. are snobs. Stop. 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 Here's the thing that always gets me. Again, I, don't get me off on a tangent. I'm, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Anyhow, we are one and one as Coach Kasner walks out to the mound to talk to Morgan Herb. I think he just wants to settle down as junior pitcher. Again, she gave up a grand slam to the opposing pitcher. Counts one and one here, two outs. All right, I'm going to say it anyhow. Do it. Here it is. I love when I hear people say, well, we're, we're newer to the sport than everybody else. We made the World Cup Championship in 1930. How are we new to the sport of soccer, yet we can't win one international game? We can't beat Costa Rica in soccer. There's a pop-up out of play behind the backstop here. As the count goes to one and two. I'll wait for your answer, Jerry. My answer would be that, of course, it's not true what you said. Um... We beat Honduras back in December, so there's an international match. That One. meant nothing, right? That meant Doesn't nothing. matter. You said we don't win. I said back in, the, in the big games. In the big games, there's a swing and a miss, and she struck her out. Strikeout number eleven on the day for Herb, but not before some damage done here by the Bulldogs. They left no one on base. They had only three hits that inning, but they played it four on a grand slam by Megan Farrell. At the end of five and a half, it's the Bulldogs four, the Eagles nine. You're listening to the Extra Sports Network. Quenching the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. 
Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here for the bottom of the sixth inning as the Bulldogs have played it four runs in the top of the sixth to trail by five, nine to four. Pitching change for the Bulldogs. Farrell is now in for Farrell. So now we have Maddie Farrell on the hill and moving to first base is Megan Farrell. So a chance to see both sisters today for the Bulldogs, the Farrell sisters. Um, uh, the Farrells are uh, both sophomores. So again, a lot of future here for the Bulldogs with both these young ladies. Uh, as I said, they're tall girls, a lot of frame to throw the ball with, a lot of leverage. This ball to Cheyenne Boyles is over on the inside corner. Count goes to 0-2. And they're almost certainly twins then, aren't they? I would think so. I, I'm, you know, They wear a mask, but they look identical. The only difference is two numbers off their back. One's 25 and one's 27. There's a ground ball just foul. Kick saving the beauty by Zoe Barna there at first base. Now she feels it. So she'll learn as she goes through time just to let that one go in on the right field line. They can run and get it. So Boyle down in the count, 0-2. Again, she is now facing Maddie Farrell. There's a ground ball, slowly hit back through the middle. Oh, and no one, oh, again, boy. miscommunication. It'll squirt its way in the center field for a single for Boyle. That's her third hit of the day. Just a case of nobody wanting it. It almost looks like the floater in volleyball where nobody goes for it and just falls. They all look at each other like, hey, I thought you were going to get it. Same thing there between the second base and the shortstop. They look at each other like, I thought you were going to get it. Volleyball, is that a communist sport? No, the actual, the Americans win those teams. Oh, That's oh, the stuff okay. they win. There's a bunt by O'Brien. It's down. No one at third base. Boyles makes a turn, but now... The Wilson Bulldogs scamper back to cover third base, but a sack bunt there by Mackenzie O'Brien moves Cheyenne Boyles up to second base and puts her in scoring position. That play, uh, the previous hit uh, at second base, between the second baseman and the shortstop, I think they were afraid they were going to clunk their heads together like coconuts. Possibly, possibly. I, I think when I looked at it, I think they were they were equally upset at the other one <laughs> after that play. <laughs> that was yours. That was yours. So... Now batting is the second baseman for the Eagles, Kiara Almeida. She singled her last at bat, ground ball off the middle for a base hit. Like this year, get another one here. It'd be nice to see Exeter come back and score a run or two here just to kind of squash out and extinguish any thought of a comeback here for the Bulldogs. Yes. There's a shot to right field. Foul. Foul ball. A few feet foul, and then it hopped over the fence. I will tell you that the right fielder was way over in right center field. Had that ball landed fair, Kiara would still be running. But as the case is, it went foul. It's one and one here to Kiara. Eagles second baseman, as I said. She's one for three on the day. Been on base twice, though. Ball in tight. 
Runs the count to two and one. Almeida steps out. She kind of gathers her thoughts, steps back in. Maddie Farrell now toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. Same spot, same result. Ball three inside on the Eagles senior second baseman, Kiara Almeida. Boyles on second base. Single got sacked over by Mackenzie O'Brien. Here comes a 3-1 offering. Ground ball, third baseman fields. She throws across the field just in time to get her. Moving up on the throw is Cheyenne Boyles to third base. So a nice play there by the third baseman for the Bulldogs. Abby Meinhold, as she makes the throw across the diamond, 5-3 for the second out. And that'll bring up Taylor Hill, the sophomore left fielder. Taylor, one for three today with a ground out to the pitcher, a base hit to the center field, and then a ground out, an error by the third baseman on a ground ball. It should have been a double play ball that Meinhold threw into left field. There's a little flip of the, the wrist. Ball goes foul. Kick saved by Borelli just to touch it foul. And Hill's down to the count 0-1. So again, we talk about some of the youth of Exeter here. So here you have Taylor Hill, the sophomore, uh, left field today, having a really nice season as a sophomore. That pitch is up in the zone. It's 1-1. One but she has scored a run, had an RBI and a base hit today as well. And out of the nine hole, that's great to see, you know, when you get distribution of your hits and runs from all over the lineup. A chance here to pick up run number 10 for the Eagles. Ball is down and away. Folks, you have got to see. I'm taking a picture of it right now. You've got to see Mike's prep. <laughs> Jeez. This is him doing all this stuff on his own. Yeah, and updating it. Yeah, well, okay, here we go. <laughs> There's a bunt attempt. Nice bunt. It dies right there in front of the plate. Ball stuck in between third and home now. Oh, no. And she is run down and thrown out. A great base hit bunt for Hill. Unfortunately, Boyles gets caught too far off third base, and that'll end the inning and any threat of a scoring chance for the Eagles here in the bottom of the sixth inning. We played six full from Exeter. It's nine for the Eagles. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. 
Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back as, as back as Alex Shirelli steps in here for the Bulldogs. Top of the seventh inning. There's a ball fisted in the right center field. Shallow right center field for a base hit. And so the number eight hole hitter for the Bulldogs is on with her first hit of the day with a single to right center field. And that'll bring up the pitcher, Maddie Farrell. Farrell on the day is 0 for 2. Two strikeouts, one swinging and one looking. And again, with a 9-4 score, just want to keep throwing strikes here. Get it out for a run. You don't care. Just want to get it out of here and be done now at this point. Absolutely. First pitch is fouled back by Farrell. And ahead in the count, 0-1 is Morgan Herb, who has pitched a really, really nice five innings today. Got herself in a little trouble with a double. The hit batter really hurt to Borelli. She had her down in the count 1-2. And, and it kind of opened up a little bit there and got Megan Farrell to the plate. As I told you, she had put some really good swings on the ball, and when she connected, it went for that grand slam. But her sister right now, Maddie Farrell, is down in the count 0-2. Her toaster rubber. Here comes the 0-2 offering. And that is fouled back and out of play as well. I will tell you, though, the on-deck batter, Tatum Worley, has had quite a day so far for the Bulldogs. Three for three with two doubles and a single. I don't know how it's going to work for the uh, all-county selection and stuff like that, but another fouled back by Farrell. Count remains 0-2. But if you were talking about leadoff hitters in the county, Worley and Spiker would have a really good fight for who's the better leadoff hitter because, as I said, coming into today, Worley was a freshman betting 522. All she's done today is going line drive off the outreached arm of Omeda and Farrell has her first hit of the day as well both those balls that were hit Mike it looked like they had eyes they knew right where to go seeing eye base hits yeah and that'll bring up the freshman as we talked about Tatum Worley came in today batting 522 all she has done is added to that going three for three tough out long curly hair coming out of the helmet back uh, black batting gloves. She bats the left-hand side. And as I said, she's not a slasher. She is a swinger. She takes a full cut at the ball. Disappointed that she missed that one there as Herb throws a fastball right by her. But again, I know it's 9-4. This is a big at-bat right here in this game. You better believe it. Herb toes the rubber. Here comes the 0-1 offering. Swing and a miss right by her. 0-2. Now again, she had Borelli at 1-2. And he came back and hit her with a pitch. She's got to make a really good pitch. Make Worley extend her zone and get out of her comfort zone to swing at this ball. Pops it up out of play. Worley fights it off. Stays 0-2. But again, Tatum Worley's a freshman, Jerry, batting 522 coming in. She's 3 for 3 today. Imagine her when she gets to be a senior. <laughs> I don't know how you get much better than 522. And she's ahead of it now. That's why it's scary, Mike. <laughs> it is scary, right? She's going to be a thorn in Exeter's side for three more years. She's going to be a thorn in all of Berks County's side, I have a feeling. I'm sure she is already. And she's three for three on the day. 
So Erb back on the rubber, one-two offering. Swing and a miss. She got her reaching out over the plate. Good wow, pitch man. there by Morgan Erb. And we just talked about she's got to extend the strike zone and get her out of the zone. Oh, she is agitated with herself. She slammed the bat on the ground and then took off her helmet and threw it when she got back to the dugout. So now batting is the right fielder, number 26, Sarah Stolzfus. She fouls one back off the screen as well. And it looks like the Bulldogs are really starting to time Herb here. Uh, they're right on that fastball. I think she's got to kind of take something off the ball here, move the ball around, go back to her changeup so much more than the fastball. And there's a swing and a miss. She's ahead 0-2 here in Stolzfus. Runners on base, though. Shirelli at second. Maddie Farrell at first base. One out on the strikeout to Worley. 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Up in the zone. She took something off it. And there is the second strikeout. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Morgan Herb. And the Eagles are one out away from winning this game here at home. And again, the before-mentioned Borelli, who was hit last inning, which kind of pushed that inning open. Borelli steps in. Here comes the pitch. Popped it straight up. Knob has a chance. She's underneath it. Oh, kind of lost it. Now, the thing she has to do there, she was kind of facing the first-base dugout. She's got to turn all the way around and face the backstop because that ball is going to drift back into play. And so she wants to be there. That spin's going to bring it back into the field. Right. And so she was behind it, and it kind of got out in front of her, and she didn't get it. She's got to come out in front, find the ball, get rid of the mask, face that backstop. And so if it hits her, it's going to spin back into her. So life left here for the Bulldogs as Borelli steps in, 0-1. Had a chance to be out of there. Here comes the 0-1 offering. There's a ball right at the knees for strike two. So the Bulldogs down to their last strike as they're down by five here in the top of the seventh. Two on, two outs. Morgan Herb has two strikeouts in the inning. Looking for the third. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. She struck her out. She strikes out the side. Digging down deep does Morgan Herb. And the Eagles will lock this one up. 9-4 here from Exeter. We'll be right back for your totals and your wrap-up. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. the thirst and filling the bellies of Berks Countyans for over 180 years, the new Birdies Inn in Exeter Township is open again under new ownership. Known for the best burgers in Berks, come check out the new inside renovations and visit the spacious deck when it opens in the spring. Great food, great people, great prices, and live music every week. The new Birdies Inn is located at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter Township. There's always something new with the old inn. Tired of the sticker shock of auto repair shops? 
Prime Auto Service at 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue has just the fix. Frank and his crew are efficient, thorough, and have the best labor rate in town. A full auto repair shop, they do state inspections and can conquer any auto repair issue you have. So don't let sticker shop get you anymore. Go to Prime Auto Service. Call 610-401-0376. That's 610-401-0376. Prime Auto Service. Also your local U-Haul rental provider. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt. One that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here as a wrap-up as the Eagles have run their record to 13-4 on the season, 9-1 here in Burke's one play as they defeated the Wilson Bulldogs by a score of 9-4 today behind the strong pitching performance of junior righty Morgan Herb. Herb went out and pitched seven innings today. She had no walks, gave up eight hits, four runs, all four of those earned all in one inning in the sixth inning, and she hit one batter. But here's the thing. She struck out 15 batters today. Insanity, Mike. That is that is five innings of strikeouts. Again, you're, you're getting a lot of things done there. And no walks to boot. The one-hit batter, as I said, she hit Borelli in that sixth inning, which kind of opened that inning up. She gave up the one long ball there to Farrell. Uh, but four earned runs over the day. And, again, she was just cruising. Jerry, she struck out two or more batters in six of the seven innings she pitched today. Wow, man. That's unbelievable. Struck out the side three times, including in the seventh inning. Incredible. Incredible. Cool. Just completely on your game. Absolutely. Great job there. For the Eagles at the plate, they punched out 12 hits today, including a two-run home run by Taylor Menser in the second inning. Scored nine runs and one error. So totals on the day for the Bulldogs, four runs, eight hits, three errors. They fall to seven and eight in the season, five and five in league play. And again, they came in today on that bubbles, the number 12 team in District 3, 6A. They will certainly drop down out of the playoffs. They need to finish strong these last few games for them as they face Conrad Weiser, Boone, Owen J. Roberts, Cumberland Valley, and Redline to finish up the season. They need to win a number of those games Four of those five games are District 3 games, so certainly will help them in the postseason. For the Eagles, they've got their sights set on that Berks County crown as they have now run that record to 9-1 in the conference, 13-4 overall. They're the number one seed right now in Berks County. Uh, they'll face one of the, the two or the one of the either lower one uh, first-place teams or second-place teams in the lower divisions. And, again, that'll be Tuesday uh, going forth. Um, as far as districts go, they sit at number four right now in the district. Um, in 5A, 16 teams go, so they'll certainly host at least one, if not two, district games here at Exeter. Um, but the county playoffs will be at Lions. Um, if, if you don't know where Lions are for our listeners, uh, as you're heading through Fleetwood, uh, you run right into Lions at the intersection of Fleetwood and Kutztown um, on your way to Topton. 
I don't know how else to explain it to you. There's a complex there for softball at Lions. It's a big softball facility. Mike, just a thought. Could the folks Google it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely okay. could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the Eagles again today, nine runs on 12 hits, one error. Um, they pounded out. We talk about what gets this offense going. Uh, four runs in the first inning, but you see starting at the top there with Haley Spiker on base today, three out of four times, scored three runs today. Um, and again, she came in with that batting average at 585, and she finished up now at 594. So she's at 594 uh, going into the Eagles' last few games as they will play Downingtown West tomorrow. Think about Downingtown West. Downingtown West has three girls going Division One, one girl going Division Two, another girl going Division Three on their team. Um, they've got a senior catcher, a Nicole Loomis, who's going to Bucknell. They've got a center fielder, Megan Sinkus, who's going to St. Joe's. They've got a senior uh, first baseman, uh, Morgan Fridas, going to Gettysburg. She's committed there. Uh, they've got their flex player, their DH, if you will, who's only a junior, uh, Mackayo Mendez, who's going to East Stroudsburg. And then their senior pitcher, Ava Zettelmoyer, is going to Maine. She's going to be a black bear up in the cold up in Maine, the University of Maine, which is a, a really good Division One program. So, again, the Eagles have their work cut out for them as they face the Downingtown West uh, tomorrow. Uh, Downingtown West is a team that is really, really off to a great start. They're undefeated. They're 14-0, defending Chessmont champions. And so that is going to be a test for the Eagles tomorrow. Indeed it will, Mike. I, I was unaware of a couple of those things about Downingtown. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it uh, How much is it going to matter? I mean, this Exeter team is firing on all cylinders. They're hitting. They're playing great defense. The pitching is just absolutely stellar. And they're getting contributions all the way around the lineup. I think that's the biggest thing. When you have your lineup contributing from top to bottom, we talked about uh, Taylor Hill today coming out of the nine slot and what she did. We talked about the leadoff spots. We talked about you know, the freshman, Mackenzie O'Brien, in the seven hole there, getting on base, moving runners around. Uh, we're starting to see another freshman, Cheyenne Boyles, hitting the ball. I think she had three hits today yeah. for the Eagles. So, again, they're getting contributions all the way through, and uh, they're off to a really good look what's going on here. So, Mike, uh, I guess basically uh, th that's a wrap, and, and that's also a wrap on our softball season because uh, this is the last game we're covering, and I'm going to tell you that in all honesty, in, in absolute candor, I was dubious as to whether we should cover softball, but we got a lot of good listenership, Mike, and I've got news for you. We are back next year. Oh, that is great to hear, and I think it's also great for the sport and for the girls of Exeter uh, to get some attention and get some publicity here. And uh, so it's been a, a really nice uh, number of weeks for us here uh, calling the games, and they've done a great job in what we've seen them do. They've battled every game. They've won almost every game except for the one against Central York that they lost. Yes. Uh, but they, they've come out, and they, they shelled the undefeated Hamburg team. They they ran it up today. They ran it up the other day. So, again, a lot of exciting things here as underclassmen. Um, the, the four seniors will certainly be missed as they, they go into next year. But right now, these Eagles are looking for a county title and uh, looking to do a lot of damage and possibly win district title as well. Coach Kasner has everything lined up right where he wants it. Uh, he's getting a lot of contribution, a lot of great effort from his girls. And so it's going to be exciting to watch them and follow them for the remainder of this season. But I've had a blast doing these games. 
Stay with us at uh, the Facebook page at JG Media, uh, Jerry Gellick Media, and uh, at JG Media US. We'll certainly have scores of the games going forward because uh, this has completely made me a dyed-in-the-wool fan. I mean, I, I've loved doing this. This has been just so much fun, and and it's a it, it, it was quite a discovery, Mike. It was for me, too. I, I have not been to many softball games over my course of time here in Exeter, which has been a long time. Yeah, it is. Um, like I said, I have, I have not come to a girls' high school softball game since Taylor Metzner's mom was playing. <laughs> and her grandfather was the head coach, and that was in the mid-'90s. So uh, it's been very enjoyable for me. Um, obviously, it's great to see the fans here. I told you we have a beautiful complex and field here, mm-hmm. great vantage point for us here, mm-hmm. uh, overlooking the left field line down to see the whole field. And it's it just been a real blast watching these girls play and, and, and seeing how they've gotten better and better each week and just doing a great job. And as now they head on to um, – you know, as they head on to the counties here, as they finish up this season, I'm excited to see what they can do. Oh, there's no question about it. It's uh, I, I, you can't help but foresee a deep run, both uh, county and district, and possibly states. Eh? Absolutely, we'll see. And, and uh, we we uh, see one of the stars of the team right here. Not much to her, Haley Spiker. She is as thin as a pin. She really uh, is. Uh, but she uh, does a great job all the way around. It's exciting to watch her and the rest of these girls play. So that'll wrap it up here from Exeter as the, the Exeter Eagles take on the Bull- Wilson Bulldogs with a victory of 9-4. to four. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be covering here on the Exeter Sports Network, Exeter Boys High School Baseball live from Shillington, the first place Governor Mifflin Mules against the second place Exeter Eagles for Burks 1. Uh, really a stand-up game for the Eagles tomorrow as they have got to come up and they've got to put out and show that they are ready to take on that undefeated juggernaut of a team in Governor Mifflin. And then Tuesday we will close out the season with uh, Exeter versus Solanco. Okay, the Mules, the Golden Mules of Solanco. Uh, lower, lower. I'm glad that game's at home. If you've ever yeah. made that drive to Southern Lancaster County, no, Solanco, man, we weren't doing that. It is. There is no direct road to that high school at all. But again, it, it's been a blast for us here. So I want to thank Jerry for all he's done again today and this whole season in promoting a high school uh, girls sports with softball here. And uh, you know, hats off to all these players and coaches. It's been a great season so far. We wish them nothing but the best success moving forward. Um, so that's a wrap here from Exeter. Again, the Eagles over the Bulldogs, nine to four. You've been listening to the Exeter Sports Network, and we certainly appreciate it. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Softball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by the New Birdies Inn. 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Prime Auto Service, 3150 St. Lawrence Avenue. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.